Hello and welcome to Lifetimes of Learning, a production at the Buddhist Discussion Centre Australia. In this podcast series, we will be discussing the teachings and principles of Buddha Dharma, which is just as relevant today as they were 2,600 years ago. Whether you are on the meditation cushion or on your way to work, we invite you to bring your mind inside and listen to the teachings of the Buddha. Today, we will be reading about the teachings we received during our recent Christmas Bhavana course, which was held from 27th to the 31st of December 2018. The retreat was conducted under the guidance of Venerable Bhante Bhima La Ramsey and Venerable Sister Kantikima of Dharma Sukha Meditation Center in Annapolis, Missouri, through their online retreat program. The teachings which we will be sharing with you today can be accessed from the Dharma Sukha website www.dharmasukha.org, spelled as D H A M M A S U K H A dot org. Our five-day Bhavana retreat began on Thursday, the 27th of December, 2018. We had requested Sister Kima to lead the retreat to help us to understand Bhante Vima Laramsi's teachings when they visited our center in October 2018. We loved what we heard and requested teachings from Bhante Vima Laramsi. We were thrilled to learn that they gave retreats online and many of Bhante's already recorded teachings could be found online. We began each day by establishing refuge in the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha by chanting the Vendana for Buddha, five precepts and triple gem refuge. We kept eight precepts as advised by the Buddha so the retreat will be of great benefit and our mind will be peaceful. We cleared our minds and paid close attention and said together, 1. I undertake to keep the precept to abstain from killing or harming living beings on purpose. 2. I undertake to keep the precept to abstain from taking what is not given. 3. I undertake to keep the precept to abstain from all sexual activity. 4. I undertake to keep the precept to abstain from telling lies using harsh speech, gossip or slander. 5. I undertake to keep the precept to abstain from taking drugs or alcohol. 6. I undertake to keep the precept to abstain from eating solid food after the noonday meal. 7. I undertake to keep the precept to abstain from listening to music, singing, dancing, or beautifying my body with makeup, flowers, or perfume. 8. I undertake to keep the precept to be loving and kind to myself and all beings. Next, we'll read out the following sayings from the Dharmapada. 1. Mind is the forerunner of all evil states. Mind is chief. Mind made are they. If one speaks or acts with an unwholesome mind, because of that, suffering follows one, even as the wheel follows the hoof of the draft ox. 2. 
Mind is the forerunner of all good states. Mind is chief. Mind made are they. If one speaks or acts with a pure mind, because of that, happiness follows one, even as one's shadow that never leaves. Three. He abused me. He beat me. He defeated me. He robbed me. In those who harbor such thoughts, hatred is not appeased. Four. He abused me. He beat me. He defeated me. He robbed me. In those who do not harbor such thoughts, hatred is appeased. Five. Hatred is never overcome by hatred in this world. Hatred is only overcome by love. This is an eternal law. Eleven. In the unessential, we imagine the essential. In the essential, we see the unessential. Anyone who entertains such wrong thoughts never will realize the truth. Twelve. What is essential we regard as essential. What is unessential we regard as unessential. Anyone who entertains such right thoughts will realize the truth. Sixteen. Here one develops a mind that rejoices now, and in the future one re- rejoices. In both states, the well-doer rejoices. One who rejoices a lot will be able to see the purity of their own deeds, speech, and thoughts. Eighteen. When one is happy now, they will be happy in the future. In both states, the well-doer is happy, thinking, "I have done good in the past." One becomes happy and will easily experience a blissful state of mind. Nineteen. Though a person recites sacred texts but doesn't act accordingly, that heedless person is like a cowherd who counts others' cow. They have no share in the fruits of the holy life. Twenty. Though a person recites the sacred texts very little. But acts in accordance with the teaching, they give up lust, hatred, and delusion. They truly know what is good, and this leads to a mind that is free from suffering. They cling to nothing here and in the future. In this way, one shares the fruits of the holy life. We will then conclude our morning chanting as it was provided with the following quote from Rumi. It is said that love comes through a window in the heart, but if there's no walls, there's no need to have a window. Students sat in meditation for thirty minutes whilst listening to a talk by Sister Kima on meta meditation. We will now read out the transcript of the talk, which can be found at www.dhammasuka.org. How to first begin your practice, as read by Venerable Sister Kima, online. Loving kindness. When practicing loving kindness meditation, you first start by sending loving and kind thoughts to yourself. Begin by remembering a time when you were happy. When the feeling of happiness arises, it is a warm, glowing feeling in the center of your chest. Now, when this feeling arises, make a very sincere wish for your own happiness. May I be happy.
May I be filled with joy. May I be peaceful and calm. May I be cheerful and kind, etc. Make any wholesome, sincere wish that has meaning for you, feeling the wish in your heart. The key word here is sincere. If your wish isn't a sincere wish, then it will turn into a mantra. That is, it may become a statement repeated by rote, with no real meaning. Then you would be on the surface repeating this statement while thinking about other things. So it is very important that the wish you make for yourself and later for your spiritual friend has real meaning for you and uses your whole undivided attention. Don't continually repeat the wish for your happiness. May I be happy. May I be happy. May I be happy. May I be happy. Make the wish for your own happiness when the feeling of loving kindness begins to fade a little. Don't move. During your meditation, please don't move your body at all while sitting. Don't wiggle your toes. Don't wiggle your fingers. Don't scratch. Don't rub. Don't rock your body. Don't change your posture at all. In fact, if you can sit as still as the Buddha image in front of you, this would be the best. If you move around, it becomes a big distraction to your practice and you won't progress very quickly at all. While you are sitting, radiating the warm, glowing feeling of loving kindness in the centre of your chest and making a sincere wish, feeling that wish in your heart, your mind will wander away and begin to think about other things. This is normal. Relax tension. The following is a very important part of the meditation. After every wish for your own happiness, please notice that there is some slight tension or tightness in your head, in your mind. Let it go. You do this by relaxing mind completely. Feel mind open up and become calm, but do this only one time. If the tightness doesn't go away, never mind. You will be able to let it go while on the meditation object, your home base. Don't continually try to keep relaxing mind. Without coming back to the home base, always softly redirect your tranquil attention back to the feeling of happiness. Upcoming thoughts. When we do this meditation, thoughts are never your enemy. They will continue to come up during your meditation. Our job is not to stop mind from producing thoughts. They will subside on their own if we do not pay attention to them. So, please don't fight with them or try to push them away. When a series of thoughts do come up that do carry you away, then you are to recognize that you are not experiencing the feeling of loving kindness and making a wish for your own happiness. Then, simply release your attention on that thought, let it go, and relax. Even if you are in mid-sentence, just release the thought. Let it be there by itself. 
This is done by not continuing to think the thought, no matter how important it seems at the time. Just let it go and relax. Then you re-smile and return to the feeling of loving kindness and the wish for your friend and you keep your practice going. And you repeat the cycle as needed only when your attention is pulled away. That cycle is recognize when mind's attention is pulled away, release mind's attention off the thought and relax the tension in the head and body, just let go. Resmile to lighten up mind and sharpen awareness as you return to your object of meditation or to your task that you were doing before you were pulled away. Repeat this cycle to retrain mind's attention to stay more in the present with what you are doing. This is a living practice that you can keep going all the time in life. It applies to everything. It helps you learn to stay more fully in the present time and as you keep it going and mind accepts it, Gradually, this cycle will automatically begin to happen, so don't be surprised. Remember to relax. It is a very important step when you release it that you then relax. Notice the tension when something arises. Notice the tightness or tension in your head, mind. Now relax. Feel the tightness open. Mind feels like it expands and relaxes. It then becomes very tranquil and calm. At this time, there are no thoughts, and mind is exceptionally clear and alert. Immediately, bring that mind back to your object of meditation, that is, the feeling of loving kindness and making a wish for your own happiness. It doesn't matter how many times your mind goes away, and think about other things. What really matters is that you see that your mind has become distracted by a thought. The same method holds true even for any sensation or emotional feeling that pulls your attention to it. Notice mind's movement or distraction away from loving kindness and let it go. Then relax the tightness or tension in your head, mind, and softly redirect your calm attention back to the object of meditation. Strengthen awareness every time you let go of a distraction. Or make a wish for your happiness. Relax the tightness caused by the movement of mind's attention. And redirect your tranquil attention back to the feeling of being happy. You are strengthening your mindfulness. Awareness. So please don't criticize yourself because you think that you should do better or that your thoughts, sensations and emotional feelings are the enemy to be squashed and destroyed. These kinds of critical, hard-hearted thoughts and feelings contain aversion. And aversion is the opposite of practice of loving acceptance. Loving kindness and loving acceptance are different words that say basically the same thing. So please be kind to yourself. Make this a fun kind of game to play with. 
not an enemy to fight with. The importance of relaxing the tightness or tension after every thought, sensation, or emotional feeling is released can't be stated enough. When you let go of this tightness and you are letting go of craving, it is very important to understand this. Because craving is the cause of all suffering. This tightness or tension is where our wrong idea about ego identification is. Craving and ego identification are taking things personally. Craving and the false idea of self always manifests as tightness or tension in your head or mind. When you let go of tightness, what you are actually doing is letting go of craving and the false idea of self or ego identification with all of the thoughts, sensations and emotional feelings that arise. This is how you purify your mind and become happier and more uplifted all of the time. While you are sitting still, there may be some sensations that arise in your body. You may feel an itch, heat, tension, a feeling of coughing or wanting to sneeze or pain. Please don't move your body at all. When such a feeling arises, your mind will immediately go to that feeling. Let's say an itch or cough. You don't have to direct mind. It goes by itself. The first thing mind does is thinking about the feeling. I wish this would go away. I want this to stop bothering me. I hate this feeling. Why doesn't it just go away? I want this to stop. Every time you entertain this kind of a thought, the sensation becomes bigger and more intense. It actually turns into an emergency in your mind. Then you won't be able to stand it anymore and you have to move. But the instructions are, don't move your body for any reason at all. Watch the movements of mind instead. So what can we do? We need to open up and allow the feeling to be there. Opening up to the pure mind. First, notice that your mind has gone to the itch or cough, etc. And the thoughts about that sensation. Now, let go of those thoughts. Simply let them be. Next, notice the tightness in your head or mind and relax. Every time a sensation or emotional feeling arises, it is only natural for mind to make a tight fist around it. This tight mental fist is aversion. So, open up and allow the itch or emotional feeling to be there. Remember that it is okay if the tightness doesn't go away immediately. The truth dharma of the present moment is that when an itch or any other sensation arises, it is there. What you do with this dharma dictates whether you will suffer more unnecessarily or not. Resisting the itch and trying to think it away produces both more subtle and gross pain. Five aggregates. We have five different things that make up this mind-body process in the human being. These are called the five aggregates. They are physical body, head to toe, feeling, 
perception, thoughts, and consciousness. As you can see, feelings are one thing and thoughts are another. If we try to control our feelings with our thoughts, the resistance that you have to this feeling causes it to get bigger and more intense. This is because we're giving it our personal attention as nutrient, food. In fact, it becomes so big that it turns into a true emergency, real unsatisfactoriness, which equals to dukkha. And you can't stand the sensation or emotional feeling anymore. Then it feels like you have to move. While you are sitting in meditation, if you move your body even a little bit, it breaks the continuity of practice and you have to start over again. So letting go of the thoughts about the sensation or emotional feeling means that you are letting go of the want to control the feeling with your thoughts. It also means that you are letting go of craving, which directs, directly leads to the cessation of suffering. Next, you notice the tired mental fist around the sensation and let go of that aversion to it. Simply allow the itch or cough, sensation, emotional feeling to be there by itself. See it as if it were a bubble floating in the air. The bubble floats freely. Whichever way the wind blows, the bubble will float in that direction. If the wind changes and blows in another direction, the bubble goes in that direction without any resistance at all. This practice is learning how to lovingly accept whatever arises in the present moment. Now again notice that subtle tightness or tension in your head, mind. Relax and softly redirect your gentle loving attention back to the feeling of radiating love from your heart and making a wish for your own happiness. The true nature of these kinds of sensation and emotional feelings is that they don't go away right away. So your mind will bounce back and forth from your object of meditation. That is radiating the feeling of love and making a sincere wish for your happiness and to that feeling. Every time this happens, you treat it in the same way. Release the attention on the feeling, let go of any thoughts, sensation or emotions. Relax. Relax the tightness, let go of the tight mental fist around the feeling. Let it be. Smile and come back. Come back to your object of meditation which is radiating the feeling of love and making a sincere wish for your happiness and feeling that wish in your heart. Radiating love, allowing it to flow out from you to your spiritual friend. Remember, it's okay for that thought, sensation or emotional feeling to be there because that is the true of the present moment. An acronym that works very well to help as a reminder is DROPS. D-R-O-P-S-S. Don't resist or push, soften and smile. Allow the thought, sensation or emotional feeling to be without trying to make it be anything other than it is. Now relax and subtle 
and sometimes not so subtle tightness or tension in your head, mind, and gently redirect your tranquil attention back to your meditation. After doing this for about 10 minutes, you begin sending loving and kind thoughts to your spiritual friend. This is your practice target to learn how this power works. When you have developed your skill to a certain point, then you will send wishes to other kind of people. What is a spiritual friend? A spiritual friend is someone who when you think of them and their good qualities, it makes you happy. This is a friend who is of the same sex so that no lust arises to interrupt your practice and they are alive and not a member of your family. This is for right now. Later, you'll be able to send loving kindness to all of the members of your family. But for this training period, please choose another friend and stay with that one friend while you develop your practice. Once you start sending loving kindness to your spiritual friend, please don't change to another person. Stay with your same spiritual friend until you get to the third meditation stage, jhana. So you are sending a sincere wish for your own happiness. Then mentally you say, As I wish this feeling of peace and calm, happiness, joy, whatever. For myself, I wish this feeling for you too. May you be well, happy and peaceful. Then start radiating this feeling of love and peace to our friend. It is quite important for you to feel that sincere wish and that you place that feeling in your heart. Visualization. You also visualize your friend in your mind's eyes. For example, you can visualize your friend as if it was like a photograph or you can see them moving around as if in a movie. The exact visualization doesn't matter. But when you see your friend, see him or her smiling and happy. This can help to remind you to be smiling and happy too. The visualization can be somewhat difficult. It can be cloudy or fuzzy, or a long distance away, or it can be there for just a moment and disappear. This is alright. Don't try too hard because it will give you a headache. Some people can't visualize at all, so it is alright to bring your friend into your heart by using their name. You want about 70% of your time spent on the feeling of loving kindness, 20% less or more depending on what is happening, on making a sincere wish and feeling that wish in your heart, this helps the feeling of your friend's happiness to grow. Only about 10% of your time should be spent on visualizing your friend. So you can see that the feeling of loving kindness is by far the most important part of the meditation. And the visualization is the least important part. But still, put a little effort into the visualization. Eventually, it will get better and easier. Smiling. This is a smiling meditation. While you are sitting and radiating love to your spiritual friend or to yourself, smile with your mind. Even though your eyes are closed during the meditation, smile with your eyes. 
This helps to let go of tension in your face. Put a little smile on your lips and put a smile in your heart. Smiling is nice and most helpful to practice all of the time. But especially when you are sitting in meditation, the more we can learn to smile, the happier mind becomes. It may sound a little silly, but scientists have... Raising the corner of our mouth is very important. The position of the mouth corresponds to different mental states. When the corners of your mouth turns down, your thoughts tend to become heavy and unwholesome. When the corners of your mouth go up, mind becomes more uplifted and clear. So joy can arise more often. This is important to remember because a smile can help you to change your perspective about all kinds of feelings and thoughts. So try to remember to smile into everything that arises and everything that you direct your mind. In other words, smile as much as you can into everything. Dullness of mind. The more sincere and enthusiastic you are in sending loving kindness to yourself and your spiritual friend, the less you will experience sleepiness or dullness of mind. When sleepiness or dullness occurs, your body may begin to slump. This is the only time that you can move your body and straighten up. But don't do this too often either. If you see your mind starting to dull out, then take more interest in your friend. See him or her doing things that you truly appreciate. For example, you can visualize times that they were helpful and generous, or times when they made you happy and laughed with them. This can help to increase your interest and energy, and then the dullness will subside. Please, once you begin this meditation, start by sitting for half an hour. The first 10 minutes, you send loving kindness to yourself. The rest of the time, send love to your spiritual friend. Remember the same friend all of the time. When your meditation becomes better and you feel more comfortable, you can sit for a longer period of time, whatever is appropriate for you with your time constraints. But don't sit for less than 30 minutes a day in the beginning. More if you have the time. This is a living, active meditation. This is not simply a passive meditation to be practiced only when you are sitting in a chair or cushion. It's a meditation to be practiced all of the time, especially when you do your daily activities. So many times we walked around in the mental haze of random nonsense thoughts. Why not try practicing loving-kindness meditation whenever we can possibly remember? When you're walking from your house to your car, or your car to your job, what is your mind doing? Ho-hum, probably just more nonsense thoughts are coming up. This is the time to notice what your mind is doing in the present moment and let go of these distracting thoughts. Relax the tightness in your head, mind, and wish someone happiness. It doesn't matter who you send loving thoughts and feelings to in your daily activities. It can be to the person walking next to you, your spiritual friend, yourself, or all beings. The key word here are to send love. 
smiling and feeling that sincere wish. Try to do this as much as possible during the day. The more we focus on sending and radiating loving and kind thoughts, the more we affect the world around us in a positive way. As a result, your mind becomes uplifted and happy at the same time. Nice. Benefits of loving kindness. There are many benefits to practicing loving kindness. You go to sleep easily and sleep soundly. When you wake up, you wake easily and mind gets clear very quickly. People like you. Your face becomes radiant and beautiful. When you practice loving kindness and your mind becomes clear more quickly than with any other type of meditation. Actually, the Lord Buddha mentioned this type of meditation more times than he did mindfulness of breathing meditation. So you can see just how important he thought it was. The walking meditation. If you break your sitting or understand it is time to stop and begin walking, then you gently and smoothly rise up from sitting and you begin doing your walking meditation. Do not put your attention on your feet. Stay with your spiritual friend. Keep radiating loving kindness to your spiritual friend while you are walking as if they are your secret friend that no one else can see. The walking is for exercise to get your blood flowing. Now, one thing that happens in retreat and is very frustrating to me, but I can't get people to stop doing it, is you will be sitting on the floor and you will say, well, I'm uncomfortable and it's been 45 minutes or an hour or something like that. And then you get up off the floor and you sit in the chair. Don't do that. The walking meditation is every bit as important as the sitting meditation. If you get up from the floor and just go to a chair and sit, what happens is your mind starts to dull out because you haven't got your circulation going so well. The walking meditation doesn't have to be done slowly. With some practices, there is a reason for this. But with TWIM, you are learning something that you can keep going all the time as an integral part of your life. You don't have to do it super slow. Just walk at a normal pace, but stay with your spiritual friend. The walking meditation is a very important aspect to help break old habits of thinking while you're walking instead of radiating loving kindness. Therefore, at first, the walking meditation is going to be somewhat difficult because you're not used to it. You are used to walking around for the sake of walking from here over to there. Also, you're used to thinking this and thinking that and ho-humming around while you're walking. Now, I want you to keep your meditation going from the time of your sitting, getting up, going outside, keeping your meditation on your spiritual friend. Walk no less than 15 minutes. When your walking is good, you can walk longer. Okay? We can walk up to 45 minutes if you're sitting an hour of time or more. I don't think any longer than that is really useful. You get tired after that. So after you do your walking, you stay with your spiritual friend, coming again, 
sit another session. Now, I want everybody to understand that I want you sitting no less than 30 minutes at a time when you sit. Lesson that is not helping your development. Loving kindness practice and nibbana. The practice of loving kindness meditation can lead you to the experience of nibbana if you follow all of the Bhama Viharas. That is the practice of loving kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. This is mentioned many times in the Sutra. This contains the original discourse of the Buddha. The combination of the practice of the Brahma Viharas goes as far as the base of nothingness. For the deeper far end of this path to attain Nibbana, the meditator uses only mind for their object of meditation. The loving-kindness meditation object, as part of the Brahma Viharas, will take the meditator to the fourth jhana, or level of understanding. Compassion will support them through the base of infinite space. Joy will support them through the base of infinite consciousness. And equanimity will support them into the realm of the base of nothingness. That is the path. When a student reaches the base of the fourth jhana, the equanimity becomes very firm. With this kind of equanimity, they become stable enough to experience the deeper states which are divisions of the fourth jhana. This is where the Lord Buddha tried to have all of the students who practice meditation get to, so that the meditator could experience stronger states of equanimity. According to the suttas, there are three different paths that can be taken once the meditator reaches this level. They can take one directly to the experience of Nibbana. We'll not go into more detail about that at this time, because it may cause some confusion. But if you are interested in having more information, please start by reading some of the suttas, like number 62, the Maharahulavada Sutta, in the Mijima Nikaya, in the middle length discourses of the Buddha. Or you could try Sutta number 27, the Kulahati Padopama Sutta, in the same book. I sincerely hope that these meditation instructions are helpful to you and that by practicing in this way, you will benefit greatly and lead a truly happy and healthy life. The merits were shared and this concludes Venerable Sister Kima's talk on loving-kindness meditation. The course gave us deep confidence in the Buddha's teaching and a real love for reading directly from the suttas. This concludes the part one of our Christmas Bhavana course 2018. Today's script was compiled by Anita Carter, Frank Carter, Claire Ransom and Simon Carney from teachings we received during our recent Christmas Bhavana course from Venerable Bhante Vimala Ramsey and Venerable Sister Kantikima. Thank you for listening to our Lifetimes of Learning podcast. To listen to our other recordings, please go to our website www.bdcu.org 
www.dharmateachings.org.au and click on Dharma Teachings. Or you can go to our online World Buddhist Radio Station from our website by clicking on Buddhist Radio. May you be well and happy. May all beings be well and happy.